Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs, the only watch podcast that will ask you where the fuck were you when Crapcore died. You have made it all the way to episode 206, Michael. Where were you when Crabcore died? Or Crabcore? Um, I was, it might have, it might have died, but I was still spray painting my jeans on <laughs> and ironing my hair. I was so still I was fighting probably still, fight. <laughs> I was still holding on to the dream. Oh my God, that's so good. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. So we are, we are what, it's the end of January, blah, 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 all this fun stuff. Um, Michael and I were talking about trying to do an episode that built off of the last episode, last episode of TVWS, episode 205, we did, um, like, watch resolutions. Uh, and a lot of that was encompassed with some, like, heavy stuff, like, collecting goals, all that kind of crap. Not stupid things like, here, here, I want to get a two-tone watch, although I might I might have literally said that, which is fine, because I don't give a shit. Um, but on this episode, the question came up for episode 206... Oh, uh, what is the what does the idea look like of a collector being satisfied with their collection and not wanting to collect watches anymore? What's that scenario? Is that like a plausible scenario? If you reach the point of being satisfied as a watch collector, are you still a watch collector? Do you have to keep collecting watches to be a collector? You know what I mean? It, it's it's one of those things where I don't think people really ask themselves because they'll say oh i'm a watch collector um right and you'll pursue watches and you'll you know keep up to date with all the bullshit and you'll hunt for stuff but you do those things with the idea of i'm heading towards some kind of sense of completion but i don't mm-hmm. think many people really think about what that scenario is sense of completion is that like a real is it like, is it, is it like a real thing um in watch collecting or is it just like one of those bullshit scenarios because everyone it's happened to everyone I know, I know I'm talking a lot but everyone's like I got the watch this is awesome I'm, I'm totally set and then like a month later they're like oh man honeymoon phase is over uh, I'm eyeing this new blah 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 and like they just they just get back on the pony you know yeah I hate that yeah Hate well, we've shit. talked about we've talked about the exit watch before but we have I think the cash in your chips we, watch we've talked about as well yeah we I think we framed that discussion uh on the premise that you still have to buy something mm-hmm. to be finished. Um, maybe it's kind of just taking a step back even at a collection uh, or just what you have collected in general and saying, you know what? I think I'm good. Yeah. I have a question. Did or, you just, or hear, you know what? Did you just hear me spill literally half a cup of water all over my lap? Did you hear that? No. It's, oh, that's good. Well, it makes me, I'm, I'm glad to know that you're wet right now. Uh, yeah. It had to happen one day. <laughs> Next, we're gonna take off our shirts. I'm gonna tell you it how, happened. How wet I am! It, All right. It happened as I as I was speaking slowly and softly, and <laughs> now I kind of know what gets you going. Now, now it's just Michael's sweet soothing, sweet soothing dulcet tones, just speaking softly. He could read the phone book to me slowly, and that's gonna do it. All right, <sighs> Pastor Brian, I'm really sorry that you found this podcast. <laughs> really, Michael's pastor. <laughs> we're super sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's just how. Oh my God, my legs are so cold. Whatever the wheel, the, the show must go on. I will, I will, I will persevere. Um, yeah, those goal, those were goals you pursued. The idea of the, um, you know, cashing your chips watch or the, um, uh, what was the other phrase you used? I forgot. I forgot what else we called it. The exit watch. Exit watch. Yeah. Those are like big purchases you plan for, and you kind of build this whole thing around. What about the also entirely plausible scenario of just reaching a state of like, yeah, I think I'm okay, but like not having it be this big event. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's something that'll be fun to um, fun to talk about. But here, let's do this. Michael, for the 206th time, would you like to honor tradition with me? And would you like to do an audio risk check? Even though we all know mine would be totally meaningless right now. <laughs> We can start. We can start. Okay. Let me let me pull up some uh, some specs for mine because I haven't talked about this one yet, and it was one of the um, my legs are so cold. One of the oh. last one of the last entries uh, of 2020. So where is this? Thank God, I wish I had like a towel. It's fine. It's you, fine. Do you want to you want to pause? You want to no, go get a towel? No, it's fine. I'll just air dry and I'll be cold. It's it's good. Okay. 
So I'm wearing a uh, a WMT yes. Royal Marine. Yes, 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 yes. You have not worn this on your air yet, have you? No, it's been showing up. It's been showing up on the feed a little bit. People are kind of actually, they're split on this watch. Um, you know, I, I think, let's be real. This is a, this is a four digit sub knockoff. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Uh, which is fine. I mean, we, we've talked about our love, uh, for homages and clones and things like that. And I think, I really don't think there's, um, a better execution of the, the old school four digit sub, uh, in the form of a, of an homage than what you get from from WMT. I haven't handled many. That's like a heavy uh, thing to say. I mean, I know, I know. I, and I said it. I said it. I, I feel comfortable saying it because I've already. It's already in writing in the comment section of one of these these <laughs> photos. But I really do think they did a really really good job. Um, I know the Invicta Pro Diver comes really really close as well. But I think, you know, uh, you know how when you when you read about the new. Uh, um, the 321 movement and all that stuff with Omega, mm-hmm. they anal probed a 321 Speedmaster, and now they have this 14K version. Yep. Um, this this is kind of just that same level of accuracy, I think, for for well under a thousand dollars, and you can customize it. Wow. I think I think in the discussion of like this v the Pro Diver, which which you referenced, I like this option more because it just has more of the actual like heritage flair. Yeah, you know, if that's important to you, and so I, I will say this. So this one specifically has an NH three five, which apparently there's a there's a subgroup of collectors that really hate this movement. Why? <laughs> I was I don't know. I, I was I was kind of surprised. Um, but anyways, you have you have this movement in this watch, three one six L stainless steel diameter is thirty nine point five. And lug to lug is forty seven. So these these are these are actual old school submariner dimensions. Uh, and the case thickness it listed on their side is fourteen point eight. Yeah, I see that. But they're they're probably including a um, the dome. This huge huge dome. Yeah. This is this is the most domed watch. <laughs> um. And then a 20, 20 millimeter. Uh, I mean, I know these bracelet. aren't. I know these aren't the same contextual comparisons, but I have to ask. Anytime I have a dome conversation, and someone's like, "Oh man, the dome in this thing is blah blah," is it more domage than the Brew HP One? Do you remember that watch? It's. I do. That shit was I like do a remember snow that watch. globe, dude. That happened to be a watch. Is it more domage than that? <laughs> I uh I don't know. I think so. <laughs> okay. I got to see I, this I, thing. I would excited. love I would love to get them side side by side, but I think so. I think it's pretty pretty darn close. Um and so a, a word about the oh, man. the brand. So WMT, I think they're based in Hong Kong and the um the customization functions a lot like the site. Actually, I haven't been on their site in a bit, but it, it's basically just like undone. Um same kind of deal where you 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 can customize a base model, but these uh, these guys also have two different collections. They call it a heritage collection and a military oh, collection, yeah, where they have these pre-built, almost special edition models, and they can be really limited. I'm kind of bummed that I missed out on the fifty-five seventeen um, mil sub that they did because it looks really really good. Um, <clears throat> But those are usually more expensive. If you go the customization route, like for example, if you customized this watch, uh, the pricing is going to come out to three sixty five. Hmm. Yeah. So pretty, pretty reasonable. Again, some people were talking about this price and the NH three five. I, I might be missing something. I I know the Invicta has this movement and it's. That watch is like what 90 bucks 70 90 bucks i mean you can you can find it cheaper during like prime day or whatever well here's here's the other thing also a lot of times we'll go into the price of a watch is shit you don't even see or shit you wouldn't necessarily even account for not right. all nh35s are going to potentially come out with the same quality rating off the assembly line 
You know what I mean? I I if it's anything like other movements, there are like not as uh what the hell is the word I'm thinking of? Regulated NH35s versus some that mm-hmm. are more, or maybe there's an extra price because the WMT folks regulated the NH35 after the fact. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this thing will lose a couple seconds a day at most. It's it was it was really surprising, yeah. and I I was kind of scared because I took a gamble on 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 this, much in the same way some people take a gamble on Tiger Concepts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a different different price bracket, but I I feel like WMT is what that other brand should strive to be. Yes. Um. Let's all agree now, Tiger Concept bad, WMT good. <laughs> so far, so far I'm I'm really really liking it. And, um, well, as long as your WMT doesn't literally fall apart on your wrist like my Tiger right. Concept did, I think you're fine, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. You know? um, and they're they're really fun. I mean, um, I think another another um, another aspect that we have to factor in here is the fact that these these watches are kind of really nicely aged. Mm. Uh, I know some people are kind of split on the aged watch faux patina discussion same with relic guitars and things like that but uh i think this one's done really really well so this version has a has a ghosted ghosted bezel and the markers are kind of orange orange colored what you would get on a very very old um submariner looking for a photo of it in the slack when was the last time you posted it Let's see. Let me let or, me send you. Or if you have a photo, yeah, just send just 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 uh, slack it my way if you have one handy. I'm actually gonna send you the shot that I posted yesterday. Slack it to you here. Boom. Look at that. Cool. Yeah. So the bezel the bezel is not even really the color black anymore. It's it's a grayed out ghost bezel and. Um, you have sub diver above six o'clock. Yeah, it's meant to look that. like those those Comex subs, which I've never been into, but I figured it would be fun to. And you can see the dome in this shot a little bit. Crazy, oh, crazy shit. Yeah, you're right. Near three o'clock, some of the reflection is showing. Uh, this thing is pretty badass, dude. How's the bracelet? Yeah, is it the bracelet it came with? That's another part that I was scared about. Oh. I I thought to myself, am I going to get a you know, basically a soda can bracelet yeah. which is i mean i mean listen fair a, enough a, anytime you have a bad bracelet on a watch you guys have to understand they have to do something with all those used gum wrappers okay <laughs> they have to go somewhere you can't just burn them because it's illegal they turn them into watch bracelets okay <laughs> this is about this bracelet is about 30 percent better than those old school very old school rolex bracelets Wow. So it's about the same same kind of vibe. You get a ton of micro adjust, and to my surprise, screw links. No way. No yeah. way. There are there are thousand dollar Seikos coming out now that don't even have uh, still do pin and collar. Oh, so actually, because there's because there are so many holes for the micro adjust, I didn't even have to do anything with links. I just wow. picked a micro adjust position that worked for me, and it's fine. Because I'd seen this brand like posted every now and then on like um, on fucking Instagram and bullshit. And like I literally just never thought that much about them. But it sounds like in the ocean of just like watches in this market. Yeah. They're one of the stark ones. Did, did we meet the WMT folks when we were in Hong Kong? Were they at that dinner thing? That dinner bullshit or whatever? I don't think they were around at that time. Okay. This, this is kind of a new new sort of venture nice and if we did meet you really sorry we're really sorry listen it was like, it, we were different people back then all right we don't remember we, we don't remember anything <laughs> we've all changed, we've all changed. <laughs> post there's post event cas and before event cas <laughs> this thing is badass and i'm glad you i'm glad you're enjoying it um Great dimensions. I love. I fucking love the sizing. Maybe, maybe I can give yeah. one of these things a shot. Sorry how how pale my skin is coming out in some of these photos. Kind of, kind of pasty in this shot. Michael, we're on quarantine mode. The paleness of one's skin is really not a factor anymore. <laughs> I'm I pale. Right. 
<laughs> and I'm not supposed to be pale. I'm a, a brown man. You should go to the hospital. I, go, I know, right? But no, I uh, I passed by a mirror. <laughs> I passed by a mirror, um, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, actually, I look kind of like pale. Like I feel fine, but I look pale. And I look at my wife, and I'm like, babe, do I look like? Have I lost color? And she's like, yeah, I didn't want to tell you, but you really are very pale. I'm like, you you're supposed to tell me this shit, man. <laughs> so now, like, any chance I get, if I see sun in a window, I just go and, like, sit in the sun like a like a lemur. You know how lemurs, like, sit in the pose, <laughs> like the sun worship pose? Like, I just do that anytime I get, like, a nice sun ray coming into my office or, like, the, the fucking living room. I Honey, gotta... I think the life is being drained from your eyes <laughs> and your skin. <laughs> right. I guess she didn't want to offend me. It's just like it's like, yeah, you've been looking really pale. It's like you gotta tell me this shit. You're my you're my spouse in crime. All right, like tell me this stuff, man. You know. So it's just yeah. So I gotta. So the paleness of your skin is totally superfluous to me. I don't care. It's it's you're you're, you. you're good. You're good. Makes me feel better. Yeah, man. You I. You know. I'm looking at WMT now. Do they have like an uh, like an Explore One ish thing? I could maybe look around. They have come out with something similar. I don't think they have it in a customizable model, but I, f I feel like I've seen something along those lines, maybe in the... Uh, Would it be heritage or military? <clears throat> I think it might have been under heritage. Oh, no, wait. Military. But it's not here anymore. Oh, is it like sold out or whatever? Oh, there's, there's, there's this thing. This thing's kind of... Ex oh, no, it's not. Yeah, maybe they haven't done that yet. Maybe they should. Or if, or if they have, they, it was probably a very limited run that was... Because all of these special ones that come out, I mean, they're 50 to 100 pieces at a time. Oh, shit. Yeah, so they go they go pretty quickly for those. Go crazy those, uh, this one is. Uh, this Mill W15 aged edition. With the, yeah. It's like a California dial. Mm-hmm. That thing's fun. Yeah, they came out with a, uh, um, there was a, <laughs> it's kind of funny, it's a quartz version, but it's a, uh, they call it the MI6 Limited uh, Royal Marine. It's a quartz movement and the whole watch head spins around, <laughs> so kind of like the 007 Submariner that actually functioned as a As a saw? saw. The little <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no second hand, but it's. It's kind of a novelty and that's it's fun. Whatever, I'll take it. Cool, good, good, good wrist check. I gotta see this thing in person. So I always ask you this because you're notorious. Is it staying? Is it gonna stay in the collection? Yeah, I, I mean, I, really, I, I, there's, there aren't many moves that I could make <laughs> if I sold <laughs> it either. So, listen, uh, if you sold the Mako bracelet, just the bracelet, I really can't imagine. That this would be worse I, than that. I know, but if I if I'm in that state of mind, those were also again, hard times. <laughs> there, are, there are different things I'm going to be dealing with. Those were hard times. Good stuff. Good good stuff. Watches watches won't be the only thing I'm selling. <laughs> you can subscribe to Michael's OnlyFans right now. God, I don't only pain. Wait, what? <laughs> I said only pain. <laughs> what is that? Is that the name of your OnlyFans account? No, I'll just it's 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 a site alternative to 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 that one. It's called Only Pain. Is it like a sub dom version? I, I don't think it's real. Okay, <laughs> well it kidding. needs to be real now. <laughs> we gotta buy the domain. We gotta buy the domain and have it redirected to twobrokewashnaps.com just until we figure out what the fuck to do with it. You know, <laughs> man, too cool. All right, now I know it's the part where I'm supposed to tell you what I'm wearing, but why why are we supposed to go through the song and dance, Michael? You very well know. You might have first timers. Might have first timers here. No, I refuse. Everyone needs to stop listening to this show. I want my weekends back. <laughs> All right. Um, for the two for episode two hundred and six, I am wearing. It should be no surprise to those who are aware that I have it. I'm still wearing my uh, Omega Seamaster two five four one, the quartz one, the one the from the the golden eye flick, not the exact one. I'm not that cool, but the um, for folks who aren't aware of this watch or the story behind this watch in particular, my wrist. This was gifted to me by the very kind folk. Um, uh, combination of Michael, our TBWS um, editorial staff, people on our TBWS Patreon Slack, 
all banded together to get me this watch as like the nicest gift ever. Like it's just like it's also a really great way for like roughly 25 to 30 people to send you the message of like saying, hey, shut the fuck up about this watch. We are going to get you this watch. So you shut the fuck up about it. I think people were just amazed with the fact that you kind of dropped the pursuit and because, you went with because people, something else. Because people kept telling me, oh, you know, the 254 is not that great. The bezel's hard to turn and like, oh, you should go with the Matico. Fuck everyone that's ever ruined everything I've ever wanted to do. Like legitimately every single person who I've shared an idea that I was really into with and they're like, mm, are you sure you don't want to do X, Y, and Z instead? Literally, fuck you. Even if you're still in my life now and I love you, fuck you. Like, because <laughs> those people kept me from getting this watch, which I have not taken off my wrist since I got it. But you also you also arrived to the uh, very responsible decision of saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do something nice for myself outside the realm of watches. Right. I'm gonna, you know." renovate my office set up a nice reading nook all this kind of stuff um <laughs> right and 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 the the community was just like no <laughs> they were not having it <laughs> and they were not having it to the point where it was purchased for you <laughs> <laughs> but no, i yeah i i got I'll, I'll get back at all you people somehow i'll find a way i have a couple i'm glad ideas. i'm glad it's still there and it looks really good on the um really good on the nato yeah i'm wearing it on this fucking old school i guess it's dead now this uh let me scroll up to the photo past all these fucking make a sea master planet ocean video uh, i'm wearing it on the um toxic nato's toxic shiznit the old i guess the r.i.p toxic nato's toxic shiznit um i'm not wearing it on the nato because the bracelet's not good Actually, quite the opposite. The bracelet's fucking incredible on this <laughs> Omega Seamaster. Like, it's... It's... There's something super, like, I don't know, 90s about the design of that bracelet. <laughs> but it's really yeah. fucking cool. It's very comfortable. Um, it's probably the nicest bracelet I have in the, in the collection. It's also really cool because it kind of... It's the the bracelet for this watch smashes that stupid myth of like oh weight you know uh, uh, connoting value or like quality. The bracelet right. is actually very fucking light on the Seamaster on my Seamaster two five four one. It's not this like hefty hunk of metal because I shouldn't say all, but most watch folk and generally it's watch folk who are dudes because I guess it's just a fucking stupid dude thing. And you'll see it at wind-up. Whenever the hell another wind-up occurs, just sit just, just sit in the corner and watch. They'll pick up the watch and they'll like they'll weigh it as if they're trying to guess the weight of like an orange in the grocery store. And just like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is a quality watch. No, dick, it's just a heavy watch. It could it could be full of a it could be full of a like 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 a like a pog it could be a pog slammer and something. It's like, oh, this is a, this is a nice quality watch. Um so the bracelet for this watch completely dispels that bullshit. If you are looking at watches and you go to stores, if the first thing you base your opinion on is the weight of the watch, stop it. I will be there yeah. if I need to with a little spray bottle to spritz you in the face like a cat or a dog if I have to, but stop it. I don't. Spray, spray is fair. Spray is fair. Because there is a degree of innocence, though, to to that... It's human nature. Back. Well, also, before you get into nice watches, if if you're someone who's had, say, an easy reader for ten years, mm. um, and then you think you you think to yourself, "Oh, I'm gonna get into nice watches," you can pick up an SKX 007 and kind of gauge the weight the same way. Yeah, and I think people people are just um, amazed at the fact that a watch can be heavy heavy like that so mm. i don't know but yes do not it, it should not be your single um criteria for quality right i'd say yeah uh because that? that's why we were kind of weirded out by watches like the pelagos and the snowflake the i think we were still like, struggling freaked me out the first time yeah. i held one i held one in um there used to be a store kind of in Epcot. orlando what'd you say 
Epcot, right? Epcot, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, I, there was a store here in Orlando where I might have held it, but I know I held it at the uh, Mitsukoshi store, Mitsukoshi, excuse me, uh, store in um, Epcot at the Japan Pavilion. I think Mitsukoshi, the brand, is still a GS, a Grand Seiko, um, like, retailer, but mm-hmm. they tried carrying Grand Seiko at Epcot in Japan. No one bought them, and they just took that shit out. Um but when it yeah, was I don't, I don't think I'm gonna toss that into my baggie with the Mickey hat and the um Are you kidding me? The turkey leg. I, I <laughs> it will be the greatest day of my life when I could walk into the one place, the same place, get a Mickey ice cream bar, okay, some Mickey trading pins, ears, turkey leg, and a grand Seiko. <laughs> that will be a complete day for me. That's my make a wish day. You know what I mean? Oh man, that's what I want to do. Um, that was a whole thing to say. What am I? What am I, what am I talking about now? Oh, yeah, so yeah, the the light, the, the the weight of the Grand Seiko Snowflake totally freaked me out. The old, the original one, the SBGA zero one one zero zero one SBGA zero zero one. I think it was right. I don't know. Man, it's been a long time. They changed it. They changed it on me. Zero zero. Uh, no, it must be zero one one. SBGA two one one is the new one. Is the new one, yeah. SBGA zero one one, I think, I believe, is the is the thing. So, yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Seamaster that I'm wearing on my wrist. I love this watch. I, I don't know. I legit, I legitimately don't know how long I've been wearing this for. When when did I get this watch? It's been at least a month. Tried to do, um, yeah, back in December. I'd say maybe mid-December. Yeah, so I'm, I've already done a month watch fast with this watch and whatever, you know, like it's just like, <laughs> like it's, it's not, undocumented. <laughs> un- undocumented. I I don't have like yearnings to to be like, oh man, I really should just like try and put on the. Something else is like, no, dude, this is just, this is my watch now. You're like, this is, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm potentially orologically monogamous right now. All yeah. right. That's just what's happening. So yeah. And I'm wearing that now. I'm going to put it back on the bracelet. I think um, this week, uh, just so I can get that sensation back. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun to have it on the NATO for, for a little while on the shiznit. So <sighs> here, let's do this. And, and, and it's quartz. It's quartz because fuck you, everyone. That's why. I love it. This watch is awesome because it's quartz. Quartz snobbery needs to end. All snobbery needs to end, in my opinion. Yeah. Except the snobbery against stupid people. That's the type of snobbery that I can get on board with. Right, Michael? I think so, too. I think so, too. I'm so sorry. Uh, (laughs) Let's do this. Um, Before we get into the main topic, watch news. I guess we can talk about the stupid Nautilus. Yeah, this is is a... This is kind of rough for us. The uh, the Nautilus, the fifty seven eleven with the the blue dial. I think it's fifty seven eleven one A dash zero one zero blue dial one discontinued. I'm kind of bummed. I don't care. I'm I'm not. I was never that much into this watch. You can say me your. I'm bummed because I totally always had the chance to be on the waiting list and capable <laughs> of buying one. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had the the drive to get on the waiting list, Michael. Um, what? I just wonder. I I wonder. I wonder if it be, because Patek they discontinue stuff pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's that's why I always think it's kind of funny. Uh, there there's one there's one official. Seattle's really funny because there's one official AD for uh, Omega. There's actually an Omega boutique in Bellevue. And then the only other, the only other space that isn't necessarily a chain dedicated to selling a brand, mm-hmm. um, they do that for for Patek. Uh, I think they're called Burgeon Rain or something Jewelers in downtown Seattle. And it's funny you could walk in there, and they have annual calendars up the wazoo and precious metals. Um, I mean, the price range on that isn't isn't something reasonable. But people still lose their shit over the stainless steel Nautilus, and I wonder. I wonder if so. Those things get discontinued all the time, and they become very collectible. And then another version will come out that looks just 
the same pretty much. Right. But I, I wonder if Patek did that because that's just what they do. Or I wonder if they just had to pull the plug because apparently on paper, the waiting list did reach 10 years, Jeez which, which is absurd. I think Philippe Dufour has built watches for clients in less time. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> so wait, what happens if you're on the list? Do you still get your watch? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know anyone who's, who's been on a list for this. I, I've, um, I think I've seen one Nautilus in real life once, mm. uh, and it was the 5712. So, uh, just kind of a different version. Um, but I, I wonder, I wonder if they really just had to say, say to themselves, this is getting absurd. Uh, just pull the plug on the whole thing. It's, it's not even because they kept extending it over and over and over again. And uh, I don't know. I didn't, I mean, that's actually like an interesting, I, I, um, my thought process was, oh, they're discontinuing it. Who cares? They're probably just going to do something to try and replace it. But the idea of the weight yeah. was just being crazy. I mean, I guess that's also like, like logical. I mean, I didn't realize it was 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? I like to think that Mr. Stern probably just got pissed off with people bitching at him. <laughs> so he's like, you want to bitch about the Nautilus? Here you go. Boom! Now you can bitch about it all you want. <laughs> that's, that's what I hope uh, actually happened. But yeah, if I and and then the gray market pricing was getting insane. Even just three, four years ago, it was getting crazy. Yeah. Um. I mean, I saw one of these break a hundred k. No man. Why? 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 And why indeed? Right. Let's see. Even um, it's perceived value. It's just I, because I, I feel like there comes a point, and we can use this to kind of get into the main topic. There comes a point where you're looking at a watch, and you have to actually deduce, really discern within yourself two things: is this a watch that's appropriately priced for what it actually is, and then the other part is how much am I actually willing to spend to get something that may not be appropriately priced because I really want it. Dude, it's one of the most boring watches that they make. Uh, flat I, was, out. I was never that much. I mean, I, I know people like this watch, but I don't really know why. It's 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 actually it's actually really really boring. That's why when I when I look at Nautilus, I really like the fifty seven twelve because mm-hmm. it has it has a little more I don't know interest to it. You get the moon phase, um, the calendar, and all that cool stuff. But I don't know the fifty seven eleven never really um, never really impress me especially when you can get things like an annual calendar mm-hmm. you know the 5146 for 30k now that's not a steal or anything but it's a complicated watch from Patek Philippe which is their bread and butter uh you know in a precious metal yeah i don't know kind of seems like the better option than paying i don't know four times the retail for a stainless steel watch should we do a future episode what, what would you rather spend a hundred thousand dollars on i really i love i love when we do those episodes yeah there's some you know i i don't want to alert any three-letter agencies but we had some some discussion on the slack channel of other things that you could buy for for that amount christ sakes our slack channel <laughs> what's happened to our slack channel <laughs> I want to actually. We should test out. Have you? What is that ridiculous brand on Amazon that you can get? Um, it has a ridiculous name like Crouton or something. Oh, oh bagel. <laughs> the bagel one. Bagel Sport. Bagel Sport. <laughs> we should test one of those. Hey, can you get that one on Amazon? I thought that was just through like Alibaba <laughs> or like DHgate. No. Let me. Uh, let me see. Bagel Sport Nautilus watch. Here it is. Oh no, it's. Oh, I think they changed the name to Rocco's. I don't still think a bad name. I don't. It's not that, but I, I think Bagel Sport. I don't think that was through. Where the hell can I get? <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> That's a ridiculous name. Where can a brother get sport. a Bagel Sport? Come on, let me. Yeah, let's te- let's test this thing out. Let me. Are you are you asking Are you asking in the Slack? No, I'm not. I'm asking in the Slack. <laughs> Hey, 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 boys. Hey, here. Where can I buy a brand? I spell brand. Brand new. 
favors boy. <laughs> what does my life become? Nautilus. There. Yeah, I know I'm gonna notify everyone's Slack. Fuck off. It's my Slack. <sighs> okay. Uh but we could also try and buy we could do a great piece on the site like, hey, the Nautilus is discontinued, but here are three ten dollar options which are <laughs> which are just as interesting. And like we can try we can try this Rocco's Rocco's Tacos one. What is this? 76. Did you find the bagel sport? No. <laughs> With salmon schmear. Look at you. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's all the news that I can think of. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing else is really worth bringing up on the show. Yeah. If you're new to the show, you'll realize we won't talk about half the stuff you probably want us to talk about. So fuck off. Uh, let's do this. I should stop really being mean to the listeners. I, I'm quite, quite rude to the listeners. <clears throat> you know? I think people like it. I think people like it. You know you fucking like it. Uh, but here, let's, let's glide into the main topic. Let's just glide. The idea of a collector being satisfied with their collection and choosing to stop <clears throat> collecting watches. Or choosing to... Let's amend that. Not collect, choosing to stop hunting watches. Because I think that is the first sign that you might be in a place where you've reached that point of being satisfied as a, as a, as a, as a collector. You stop hunting. And obviously this yeah. is something super salient to me because ever since I've got, I got this Omega Seamaster... I haven't really had anything on my radar. There was a little bit of time I was looking at that Grand Seiko, but then through... I'm trying to think of a way to say this. Stupid people stop doing things that I think I want to do. You know what I mean? Okay. So obviously the Grand Seiko isn't a thing anymore, and it's probably for the best. Um, mm -hmm. But but yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't feel inclined to hunt because there would be a time where I would. I would go and I would frequently check websites. I would check on, you know, Instagram and see if, like, any anything new and cool was happening. I would see if anything cool micro-brand-wise was happening. And cool stuff is still happening. But I don't care. I don't have yeah. the lunge to, to, like, want something. Yeah, I, th I think that happens to a lot of different... Um collectors of anything really and uh, th there was another you know slack user that dm'd me this this kind of overhead shot of his collection he just he just fit in this this final missing piece mm -hmm. uh, that i guess he's been looking for, for a while actually and he he kind of told me i'm i'm done you know wow uh <laughs> what a, what a great photo. place to be yeah, yeah I, I saw that photo. And I'm like, oh, I can see why. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty good good set of watches there, um, you know. And that wasn't a case where it happened with an exit watch specifically, but uh, more of a missing piece, I suppose. Mm. Um, I've been trying to personally cut back on the size of my puzzle. I have fewer missing pieces now. Uh, and by the way, I still have not purchased a watch in the month of January. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're all proud of you. Thanks. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, this this could come in a lot of ways. Finding that missing piece, uh, saying that you don't need as much, or getting something like an exit watch. I think in the case for me, what had happened was I. So with this, I'm just gonna use the Seamaster as an example. I'm taking it off my wrist now, and I'm sorry if I'm talking about this watch too much. Um, but the reason this watch aligns so well is that. Every expectation I had in my head of this watch was met and exceeded, which sounds like, well, yeah, obviously, but like, no, like, first of all, fuck you at home, whoever said that. But like, think of it, like, think of a time you saw a watch and you're like, man, that dial looks great. Oh, the bracelet's perfect. This looks really cool. I'm buying it. And you bought it and you got it. You're like, yeah, the watch is cool, but like the clasp kind of sticks or like, yeah, you know, the <laughs> bezel doesn't really, that, that happens to everyone. You know what I mean? That does that means the watch did not align with your expectations before you had the watch. This Omega didn't do that. I mm -hmm. saw it, I conceptualized it, 
I talk myself out of it because people are dumb. And then uh, the TBW's watch fam thrust the watch upon me, and I realized the expectations that I had about the watch were all met and exceeded. It's perfect. We, we, we knew what was good for you. You knew what was good for me. You guys take such a care of me. You take such nice care of me. Take me nice places. You always say nice things to me. It's nice. You know? Um, I think that scenario is what can also create the feeling of not wanting to hunt anymore. Because I think the reason people end up getting into the cycle of like getting jazzed about a new watch release, getting the watch, and being like 90% happy with it that extra 10% that kind of like was nagging in your mind is probably what drives you to keep hunting watches, you know? Right. But I think it's funny because at a certain price point, I think you get to a price point with watches where you don't want to admit something is a night like, Oh, you know, the, the crystal isn't as domed as I thought, or like, Oh, you know, it wears a little too wide on my wrist. The thing is, at a certain price point, I think psychologically, people don't want to admit if they don't like something about a watch because they don't want to look mm-hmm. like an idiot for paying two or three, four or five, ten thousand dollars for something they're only like eighty-five percent into. You know? Well, I was about to ask you about price because um we don't have to get too into it, but on paper, I think that uh, you know, if if you consider that the new price or maybe a comparable model from today is that kind of the the priciest watch in, in your possession now it is okay so do you think i think what might also happen to some people they they start exploring a certain price range and they realize what kind of level of quality they really enjoy and just are floored immediately mm. like this this $3,000 watch is just amazing to me. I really don't see myself getting anything else ever again. I, I, I think back to that acquaintance of mine who who bought this the Speedmaster before his wedding and just, just the way that he was talking to me about it and how, how amazed he was. I don't see that guy getting another watch ever again. Right. Well, here's the interesting thing about this watch. Yes, this is the most expensive watch in the in my collection, but it was a gift. Yeah. I don't have the the psychological attachment to it of I spent XYZ on. It was right. literally a watch that was a gift that I like. Let's all just pontificate on that situation. How many watch gifts have you received at home that you liked? <laughs> we all have a diesel tucked in the back of the closet, still in the box. You know what I mean? <laughs> I literally, I'm actually 99, I'm 100% sure... Uh, Balance Cog Bugle correspondent Damon Bailey literally wrote a great piece about this actual scenario. Let me go and see. Uh, Balance Cog Bugle, for those who are not familiar, is basically our version of The Onion. Uh, Please don't go to this website and think these are real. I'm very tired of your emails. Uh, Let me see here. Husband with selective taste begs wife, please don't buy me another watch. It's this picture of a man sitting next to a body of water looking uh, very sad. So, you know. (laughs) I think <laughs> I think because I don't have the level of like psychological trajectory with this watch of having spent XYZ on it, it's almost more of an authentic opinion for me to say this watch is perfect for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have the financial hang-up with this watch. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> but is it perfect, perfect enough in the sense that you might not collect anymore? That's what I'm... That's, Were you just gifted your exit watch? That's what I'm trying to figure out, man. That's that's what. But then I wasn't expecting this. I know you guys. You guys might have ruined it. You guys literally. <laughs> you literally may have ruined TBWS by giving it what it wanted <laughs> most. You know, worth it. Uh, worth it. Yeah, I just it's. I'm telling you, I don't. I think I think it's I think it's a couple factors at once. So to answer your question, yes, I potentially think I have been given or gifted generously my exit watch. Hmm. But it's also happening at the same time where a lot of other stuff in my life, just like professionally, is actually quite nice. You yeah. know what I mean? 
We've made the comment before that most watch collectors, without realizing it, will try to fill a spiritual void with something physical. I really hate my job, but you know, um, I like the satisfaction. The you know, retail therapy. Watches at the end of the day can be a form of, of, of retail therapy. What if, Michael, I was gifted my exit watch at the same time of no longer being needed to uh, be uh, coddled by retail therapy? Could those two events have converged and ended it for me? Sounds like a good place to be. It sounds like a really nice place to be. <laughs> I wish everyone could be here. It's quite nice. The water is very good. By the way, we have really sparked a uh, 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 quite the bagel sport discussion. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for everyone. Everyone's just talking about bagel sport now. Oh, yes. Skip has it. I knew it. I knew it. Look at it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Look at it. She's gorgeous. That's great. Oh, so ugly. <laughs> the, the real one's ugly, too. Oh, girl. Man, that's fucking good. Look, she's gorgeous. Ugh. <laughs> I have expect. I I figured it was gonna be Skip or Bo. Like, like in all honesty, I'm like, it's gotta be one of these two. But Skip, I knew it. I knew someone here had it. I fucking knew it. But yeah, so I think that's. But then that begs the so, so okay. So now it's kind of onto the 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 follow up question I had with the idea of watch collectors being satisfied, Michael. Let's use let's just use me as the test and as the test case here, just because you know whatever we're talking about me. Um, am I still a watch collector if I never buy another watch again? I think so because you've amassed a collection that you enjoy. I don't think. Um, so I have a I collection. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think you have to actively um, continue to to expand upon a collection. Um, you know, to to be a collector of anything, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, it, that can happen with anything. Pokemon cards or something like that. Oh, I mean, there, there, there are a finite amount of some things that you can collect, and that's that. So your goal was some form of a collection. You met that goal, and uh, you don't stop calling yourself a collector on that day. But what if the hobby that you're a collector within continues to grow without you so just as an example i don't know what the fuck has happened in the watch world over the past month right i just don't know like literally my knowledge stops in the middle of december last year yeah it grows beyond your desires and that's totally fine there will always be 150 pokemon to me i know well 151 it depends yeah yeah <laughs> yeah fuck you cares pokemon master <laughs> but yeah no i think um well, the other example that I can actually use to prove you right and to, to I guess, um, prove me wrong is Soviet watches. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you've often um, spoken about focusing again on a certain group of Soviet watches and possibly writing something. Um, oh, the book. We talked about the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, that, that, that would also be my question. Yeah, that's, that's a very kind of special place uh in watch collecting for you um so because i guess th th that would be that would be what i'm most curious about for because you. the reason how does that continue i think because the, the, the reason actually still makes sense to me is because i love soviet urology and only maybe 40 percent of that is because of the watches yeah the rest of it's the history Right. So could you could you compartmentalize your personal collecting from maybe collecting other Soviet watches for the sake of, um, you know, cataloging or the kind of scholastic that's, utility you want? That's so funny. I can I totally can because I'm thinking about it right now and I'm like, oh, fuck, I still have to get a swing, a, a swing lug first gen amphibia. Oh, mm -hmm. fuck, I still have to find a fucking California dial Slava, you know, uh, pink numerals, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like there's still totally Soviet watches I want to get, but it's not in the same bullshit Instagram rat race that I think people are accustomed to being in. Maybe, Michael, maybe I've left the Instagram, like, stupid keeping up with the updates rat race bullshit. Maybe that's what it is. It's bad, man. I... I... 
I was on Instagram way too often. Mm. Um, I don't know how it is on iPhone anymore, but I actually took the Instagram app, app and I moved it off of my home screen because I, I learned that really you spend four hours out of your day sometimes just thumbing through the same three or four apps. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of sad. Uh, and I noticed that when I pulled Instagram out of the home screen, I, I stopped doing that, mm. uh, which, which is helpful when you're going through a watch feed and just seeing all these new models and all these wrist checks and stuff like that. So it's tough. I'm plugging from that is could definitely play a role in reaching this state that we're talking about um, for this episode. This is so interesting. So the idea... So there's watch collecting... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something very, very just like polemic right now. And, and you can all go fuck yourself at home because this is Michael and I hanging out. I don't know why you people are here. But basically, <laughs> there's watch collecting that actually matters. And there's watch collecting that doesn't matter. Watch collecting that matters is something that you could literally do if social media never existed. If the yeah. only reason you feel like you're a watch collector is because of Instagram or like the stupid watch family or stupid hashtags where people think they're friends, but they're not really friends and everything's just meaningless until we all die one day. If all of that stuff is what you think makes you a watch collector, you might be a shitty watch collector. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, or you might need to listen to us way more. You might need to listen to us. So you can work your way back to 205 episodes. No, I mean, like, I think you may actually be um, collecting for the wrong reasons. And every time I say something like that, someone's like, you know, hey, man, you know, some people are just having fun. Yeah, it's great. You didn't have to write in and tell me about that. I, you know what I mean? Like, like I said before, this is Michael and I having a private conversation. All right. Maybe, I, maybe I, people are just recklessly purchasing. And thinking that they're collecting. Well, that actually goes back to retail therapy. Some, you know what I mean. I think people may be trying to address something else in their life by buying stuff. We, right. we in certain countries, the idea of consumerism to heal is really, really virulent. The idea of like, um, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. Uh, so recently my wife and I were talking about, you know, uh, doing some like kitchen, uh, like, like renovations because we're not happy with the kitchen and like the kitchen, mm -hmm. like we want to just do, we, we want it to be like a much nicer place for us to like be in and everything like that. And, um, we bought like some new handles and we got like, like a paint, we're going to like paint the cabinets. We're looking at countertops and like, we're starting to put like money down. And my wife, my wife goes, Oh man, I feel really, really good. The kitchen's going to be awesome. I'm like, ah, wait a minute. The work is still to be done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just because we bought stuff doesn't mean the bad feeling we got from our kitchen is in any way assuaged. Right. You know? Um, that's just a very like relevant example that I first thought of. But everyone can probably think of another similar example. I got yelled at at work, so I'm having a big lunch. Uh, my spouse is mad at me, so I'm going to go and fucking... I don't know, shop and buy a fucking, I don't know, whatever the fuck people buy. I'm not like a people Nautilus. person. Nautilus. You go buy a fucking, you can, you, can, you, can, you can put yourself on the wait list and sit in the store for 10 years in one day until they hand you your fucking Nautilus. You could hunger strike for 10 years <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking wait list. So I, think, so, I, so I think that part of me as a collector is probably dead. The part of me that only felt like they were collector in some kind of social community. The part of me that's a collector for things that I love regardless of who I'm sharing them with, i.e. Soviet watches, that part of me is still alive and thriving. Hmm. A different man. A different, He's been through war. It's a different man. I learned my own special <laughs> red badge of courage, Michael. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, but like, it's actually super interesting. It's it's an idea we've talked about the idea of like, it's a, the thought experiment. You know, would you buy I, this watch if you could never post it on social media? But like, what's it? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I'm getting a, I'm getting a phone call. You hear this? I did. Yeah, I, I could hear something. You have the wrong number. Definitely the wrong number. Are you sure it's the wrong number? Maybe they have your Nautilus. 
Um, those were three different calls from Haiti. I don't know anyone there. If you tried calling me and you're a listener, I'm sorry, I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it got really out of hand. It just like kept calling. Oh my God. That's right. funny. Now that guy is in this episode. You should have put him on air. <laughs> what was he wearing? You should have asked him. Hey, thanks for what calling in. You were on two rogue watch knobs. What you got on the wrist today, pal? You know? I was so mean to our first call-in listener. <laughs> Historic moments. Oh, boy. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, would you still want to get this watch if you could never post it to social media? Like, oh as, as, a th- as a thought experiment. If the yeah. answer, if your answer is like, no, maybe you shouldn't get the watch. Imagine right now, somehow, if instant, because these are all private businesses, if Instagram, Facebook, um, I don't fuck know, other stupid apps where people do things that are meaningless, what if all of those just went away? What would you do as a watch collector? Yeah. Probably just buy what I like. Just buy what you like. It'd be so much easier to find what you love without all this noise. So wait a minute. We might have we might have started this episode trying to find a, a secret formula, some kind of combination of exit watch versus uh, trimming down a collection, selling things, um, approaching it differently. So I guess the secret is actually emotional healing. Yes. <laughs> <Is that what laughs> Any any type of collector that is in a niche where the idea is either accumulation or nuance collecting, you're trying to heal some kind of neuroses. You're trying to just fix something about yourself through the act of collecting. Really, we're talking about emotional healing. The path to being a really fulfilled collector is to first address whatever's making you unhappy. <laughs> um, yeah reducing the amount of noise that exacerbates that thing which may make you unhappy or which might live next to what's making you unhappy i.e social media in this case just get rid of all that noise heal and ask yourself what would you like to wear you know yeah my answer is the uh omega c master 2541 apparently yeah that's a that's a good that's a good call because yeah i i still think about I, I made I made the the pledge this year to not to just purchase that one watch. Yeah, you talked um, about that. You we we talked about that in the resolution episode. And that one watch uh, fits into a very specific piece of that puzzle that I was talking about. That kind of running list that I maintain, saying, okay, this watch fulfilling this need, this watch fulfilling this um, design cue that I like. Um, just to clarify, and, you're not talking about the WMT, right? You're talking about another watch. No, no. I, yeah, the WMT came in tail end of uh, December oh, last okay. year. You, so just, you, you got your taxes in at the last day. <laughs> They're not late. They're not late. <laughs> um, no, and, and I've been, at least for me, that list used, used to be, I don't know, 12 watches long 15 watches long mm. 8 to 10 and i keep i keep tweaking this and thinking oh okay when i when i reach this ideal set that's when i'll stop yeah uh and it's probably not a healthy way to go about it um well here here's here's an interesting um metaphor slash analogy that i think might be useful for folks that sense of completion you're trying to get in your watch collection might be a sense of completion you're missing from yourself. You're gonna bring me to tears, man. And maybe Michael, that's why you don't you feel like the idea, like, cause like we're both in very nice places right now, just like professionally mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I'm 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 feeling pretty complete. Like in my life right now, maybe that's why I don't have this huge drive to get like the perfect, I need a 40 millimeter driver, but I need a 54 millimeter for my scuba (laughs) suit, but I have to make sure I have a dress wash with blue hands, but I have to also make sure, you know what I mean? Like that shit is just stupid to me now. So dig a little deeper, figure out (laughs) why I lay awake at night crying at the ceiling and then (laughs) I might, I might figure something out with the whole watch thing. And if the answer is because they put you on the 10-year waiting list for the Nautilus, yeah, we don't know what to do for you, man. 
Yeah, you got to get out of that. Well, actually, you were forced out. So. You were forced out. Let's. Uh, can we offer you an egg in these trying times? I think maybe if you can get yourself a steel bagel sport, Nautilus, or whatever the watch is called. I, I love that Skip has this watch. What did he write? Kaz, if you like a bagel sport to keep by the rainbow Invicta, let me know. It's yours. I forgot I had that watch. It's literally propping up a stack of papers in my closet. <laughs> I forgot I had that Rainbow Invicta. I got that. I bought that for. Uh, I, I was cheeky and wanted to do it for like a review. Man, that was a great review. <laughs> That's a great that write-up. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Bagel Sport will be the follow-up. <laughs> you should do a versus. You should do a, a head Bagel Sport versus Rainbow Invicta. <laughs> so good. Oh man, well, this, this is, evolved into a great discussion. This is fun. Let's let's do this. Let's put it to the audience. Everyone at home, what are your thoughts on the notion of a collector reaching the state of not wanting to collect anymore, and then the sort of uh, uh, two, like a, the fork in the road that Michael and I hit there, where it's okay. Well, what kind of collector are we talking about? Are we yeah. talking about the guy that builds the model trains in his home and has no friends and just does it because he fucking loves trains, which is awesome. I'd love to be that guy. Or is it the guy that is buying watches and posting them online to just try to get likes or just try to... Because there's a segment of, of, of human psychology that feels really, really good when you see other people feeling good about what you have. But mm -hmm. do you feel good about what you have? And usually the answer is no. I'm sorry I'm being really fucking like depressing right now, but usually the answer is no. You know? Yeah. Yeah, where did, where did it go wrong for me? What happened to Diver Driver Flyer? I still love that. I still, that's that, like, they're I still. They're here. It's, it's the Doxa, the Tudor, and the Speedy. Speedy's broken, by the way. Super dead. What? But. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? That's a story for a different episode. What happened to... Oh, my God. Tune in next week for the Hottie Boys to find out what happened to the Speedmaster. Michael's Speedmaster's broken. Apparently, it's not working anymore. I don't know. What happened to you, Speed... Okay, we can talk about it. That's, a, that's fine. That's fine. Um, that was also the worst impression I could possibly do of one of those old, like, radio adventure show host narrators. I, I felt like I was sitting by the radio <laughs> right after dinner, 8 p.m., <laughs> Dog sitting next to you, tail wagging with a bone. Wife is knitting. Kids are on their hands and knees in front of the radio, and you even got some of the old AM crackle in there. <laughs> it was really, really nice. Very warm. Oh like man! Radio. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. Let us know your thoughts on this week's show. Let us know your thoughts on our our pontifications on the current state of a collector. Is our dichotomy of collectors appropriate? Collecting for yourself and collecting not for yourself. And is it possible for one of those two things to die and for the other to live? Or do, or do both of those collectors need to exist? Am mm -hmm. I only able to exist as, um, as a for me collector as long as the for you collector exists as well? I don't know. I mean, I know I sounded pretty definitive a minute ago, but I mean, also let's bear in mind, I may still technically be in the honeymoon phase, although between you and I, Michael, I'm super not. I fucking love this watch. This is it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but definitely let us know your thoughts on this week's show. Um, I was going to say you could email us, but you know, you guys should probably just stop emailing us. Um, the inbox is just out of control. Gmail is telling us that we're out of storage. Gmail is literally telling us, guys. <laughs> We're out of storage. It got really unmanageable. <laughs> oh my god. We love that you listen. We love that you it. we love that you listen, but not that you talk. Is that not the hallmark <laughs> of the perfect relationship, Michael? Perfect. <laughs> not abusive in any way. No, I think it's a I think it's totally healthy. Uh, <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram at Two Broke Watch Knobs or go to the site twobrokewatchknobs.com. Let us know what's up. Hey, you guys can email us if you want. It's tbws.contact uh, at gmail.com. That email again is tbws.contact at gmail.com. Although, again, you're probably better off just um, commenting on the post for this show. I'm going to do my best to actually do a post for this show uh, on Instagram and then also on the website. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. It's 
Good episode, man. <laughs> so bagel sport. Fucking bagel sport, dude. Is it that sad time? Is it time to let the kids go? Let's let the kids go. They have a lot to think about. <laughs> got a lot they to got think a about. lot to think about. I want 500 words ready by next week. Every single one of you, okay? <laughs> On the topic of when is a collector done collecting? And is a done collector still a collector? 500 words, single space, no margin bullshit, okay? And don't plagiarize, because if you plagiarize, it's probably going to be plagiarizing from me, and I'm bound to know, all right? Uh, we, let's know, do this. we know we know the size of periods too. You ever yeah. do that trick? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Michael. I was a <laughs> shitty student. I was a shitty student until I was twenty two years old. And then it clicked. But like the other years before that, holy shit. I was a bad student. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's do this. Is that is it that sad time? Is it time? Yeah, this was fun. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later.